0: This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday. So we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we've been talking about The Adams Family. Just because the new movie comes out. Uh, it, I'm really excited about it, me and the kid are going to see it, so look for a full review later on in the week. Well, the problem with the Adams Family, and talking comics on Wednesday, is the Adams Family comes from a comic strip it has been around since like 1938, so that's going to be more what we talk about for Thursday's show. Today, I thought we'd do a quick primer on who are the Adams. this, this, I don't know, and get to know the characters themselves so that way to better prepare us for the movie and everything like that. We'll start with Gomez. So Gomez Adams, he's the dad. He's the patriarch of the family and I mean they're all iconic, I guess. But what's interesting is the way Gomez has developed over the years. In the new movie, he's very much done in the original Charles Adams style which is kind of tubby and snub-nosed and uh, not a handsome guy, like messed up teeth. But for the TV show back in the 60s, they had John Aston who really helped define the character as he is, as we all know him, really. Because in the original comic strips, none of them had names. They were just the family. And if you're going to make a TV series, everybody has to have names. Little fun game. If you ever to play the friends drinking game, drink every time they use each other's names. They say like Monica and Chandler and stuff. They, they don't use pronouns in that show because you have to use names. Well, when they were developing the Adams Family cartoon, they actually went to John Haston. um Charles Adams was like, hey, you know, whatever, whatever you think. He came up, he was like, you know, I, I think either Rapelli or Gomez is where you should go. And John asked was like, you know what? I like Gomez. And not only that, he took it and put in the mustache that we know and love and put in the kind of Latin America, Hispanic America twist to the character and making him that Latin lover and... That's Gomez, you know that's how we know Gomez, even Raul Julia and Tim Curry and Nathan Lane, when they all played Gomez, they took probably more from John Asson than they did the original Charles Adams, and I think that's really cool when you see a character you know an a creator and an actor come together to make a character more memorable and more lasting and It let the actor put his own touch on it. And he did so good that, you know, he was in, he played him in the 64 series. uh, John Ashton did. He voiced him in the 92 cartoon. uh, Played him in multiple, multiple of the new Scooby-Doo stuff. And even came back as Grandpapa Adams in that Canadian show that we talked about yesterday. So that's, that's Gomez Adams. Uh, Next you'd have Morticia. She's the mom, and she's actually based on somebody. She was based on Charles Adams' first wife, Barbara. I I didn't look up pictures of Barbara, so I don't know if she's all gothy like that or what. But, um, again, never had a name in the comics. She was, though, in all the comics, really only her and Gomez and Grandmama, who we'll get to in a minute, were the only ones that actually got to talk in the cartoon. And when it came time for her to have a name, Charles Adams was like, well, morticians are kind of creepy, so let's do that. And then she needed a maiden name, and her maiden name is Frump, F-R-U-M-P. I couldn't really find like where that came from, but that's her name. And in the original lineage way like in the the cartoon or the comic strip i should say it was different because um grandmama is actually gomez's mom but in the original one she was morticia's mom and fester was her uncle and it was all kind of messed up and different but she's just become so iconic you know on numerous levels, not only in that kind of goth scene that we talked about, but also just as a mom. You know, she was named one of the top 10 TV moms by Yahoo uh, a while back. I mean, she's always one of the most memorable moms on TV. And that's in no small part to, you know, like Carolyn Jones, the original one, or Angelica Houston, Daryl Hannah, all of them, and Shirley Steron in the new movie, just really bring their own cool touch to the character. They're they're kids, though. You have Wednesday and Pugsley. Wednesday, depending on the iteration, is the older or the younger one. Usually she's the younger one, but I know in the new movie she's the older one, so it's kind of weird. And the story behind her name comes from poet Joan Blake because there was a, a nursery rhyme that said, Wednesday's child is full of woe. And everyone thought that that was pretty witty and pretty funny. And so that's where we got Wednesday from. And she's got that real, again, super iconic hair part, into the pigtails, never smiles, dark personality. And it's just a lot of people's favorites, you know. Um, She's become, she's lived on in so many Different iterations and has homages everywhere. And I'm not saying this applies to me, even though it does. Um, I know a lot of people my age, when they were younger, had a super celebrity crush on Christina Ritchie for the way she, she was in Adam's family, so that was cool. And then Pugsley, the other brother, or the, because technically there was the brother from the movies, but we're not going to talk about him. We're just talking about the OG ones. And Pugsley's the one that we talked about that Jody Foster was the the voice for. He's, like I said, usually the oldest one. His age jumps around, usually around ten years old, though. Depends. Sometimes he's a little bit younger, uh, but usually around that eight, uh, that ten year old spot. And he's always just kind of the same little pain in the butt kid who's just causing problems and but in a fun way you know and the the other brother we talked about that is pubert that was actually gonna be Pugsley's name originally but it's the 60s and puberty is something sexual so we can't talk about it on TV so that's how we got Pugsley and it's he's a character I feel like probably out of all the main family, he has the least amount of character to him. Uh, not that's necessarily bad, but you know, I, I feel like everybody else is more iconic. Especially like Uncle Fester. He's you know, whether it was uh, Christopher Lloyd or Jackie Coogan, whoever played him, even I mean, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor was awesome. Uncle Fester definitely is a character and brings his own deranged craziness to an already deranged and crazy family. So it was, he originally, he wasn't in a whole lot of cartoons, but Adams found himself using more and more and more. And he ended up becoming, you know, uh, a popular character. And one of his running gags and something that you've seen in almost every iteration is he puts the light bulb in his mouth and because he, he has that electric current and supposedly he also has like magnetic stuff because of all the crazy stuff he's done, he's almost an X-Man is what it is. And like I said, originally he was Morticia's uncle, but then later on he became Gomez's brother and uh, just kind of whatever they needed to. I think... Him being Gomez's brother makes a little more sense and is a little more fun because they can have that uh, rivalry, that brother versus brother that's pretty neat. Rounding out the actual family, family that we see all the time is Grandmama. And she was always uh, this fortune telling, knife throwing, crazy witch who shows up and is still, you know, a grandma. And spoils the grandkids in their own weird way, but it it works. And you know, she is she's different. And back then there was almost always that grandma figure, whether it was like the Beverly Hillbillies or Andy Griffith show, there was always that character there. And so she fit that role really well and had a lot of fun with it their loyal butler lurch big tall dude um usually listed at like 6 foot 9 inches tall just groans and grunts instead of actually talking most of the time but everybody seems to understand him and he not not frankenstein's monster um i know in the new one there he's like a escaped mental patient or something. But he's the guy, he's the butler, the musician, he's whatever they need to be. And if you go back in two weeks ago, our our butler week that we did, you can see why butlers are awesome and the important roles that they play. And then the last two characters you have are Thing, the hand, which is left or right, just depending on the iteration. Um... And at the time, when the movies came out, there was some pretty solid special effects uh, about it. And in the old TV show, he was usually in a box is where he came out. So that way, they could hide everything else. And then Cousin It. Everybody loves Cousin It. Snoop Dogg is Cousin It in the new movie. I can't wait to see how that's going to go down. He is, again, when you talk about iconic looks, the short thing of hair with a little little bowler hat and glasses, everybody knows what that is, and so it's it's awesome. I mean, there's so many great Adam's characters, and then when you get into the extended family, there's even more, but as far as the main ones, you know, they're all really great and timeless, and that's why here we are, you know, 80 years later, still making movies about them, still talking about them, doing so much with them. But let me know what's your favorite Adams family character. You Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're out there. Just look for The Night Nerd. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.